What I really want to know is... We're off to a great start. Is that what you... <laughs> uh, I already know that answer, which is not great. But everybody's in quarantine, and some people are emerging from it, you know, under a yep. rock, and they see the bright white orb, bright light orb in the sky for the first time. Anyway, um... But our certain certain circumstances. <laughs> so yeah, I think we I've had a job. No, unedited. Uh, just <laughs> lay it out there. You know, I recently got laid off, which is fine. I'm not. I'm okay with it. You know, when the grand scheme of things, but you know, things are reopening now, and people are starting to emerge. Mm-hmm. But now I am laid off, and I'm at. and it's been what not even a couple days and i'm already stir crazy so i know you know you're just sitting around and you know you have stuff to do and you do that and then you get sidetracked or in my case i get sidetracked i get distracted you know i am going back to school which is great i love it but a notification comes on my phone and squirrel man yep and then there goes 10 minutes, and then I have to refocus and all that kind of stuff. Oh, oh our producer, Whiskey, just went into the closet to <laughs> take a little nap. Oh, nope, she came back out because she heard her name. Did you know hmm. that Bill Murray was planning to be a doctor, and he had taken pre-med courses, and then... He got busted for pot. Really? Yep. Is that where the chive came from? The chive? Yeah. Uh, this is... Oh. This was in 1970, and he was waiting in line to board a plane, and he jokingly told another passenger that he had two bombs in his bag, which no one would ever do that nowadays, but... This is pre-9-11. Yeah, well, 1970, so just a few years well, you just gotta, you know, we're old now, so. I know. So, I mean, you gotta it's, define this for the masses. I did say the date already. You just weren't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, he made this joke that now seems so crazy to me, but I guess 1970 people weren't concerned with these things. However, he was overheard, and the U.S. Marshals searched his luggage. And they found 10 pounds of weed. 10 pounds? Yep. And in a flash, bye-bye college and hello comedy. College as in the doctor he wanted to be. Yep. Wow. What else weren't people really concerned about in the 70s, do you think? <laughs> Not Planes flying into buildings? Their Instagrams? <laughs> they Viruses? Really? I don't. I just. I mean, there's things. movies made about it. Were there contagion movies about well, like but in I'm the saying 70s? There were, you know, pandemics that happened as new sicknesses have come out. I don't know when they were, though. So. Basically, every zombie movie, good zombie movie, has stemmed from the. Um, pandemic. 
from a pandemic yeah, virus some, going yes, crazy. Somebody yeah. gets a virus and they don't die. I'm just really distracted by whiskey loafing on my phone. It's just her belly that's on your phone, at least. Ugh. It's very cushioned. So of those of you that do not know, Whiskey is our producer. She is a cat. And she just kind of uh, roams around our studio. Loaf and loafs. Oof, this is derailing. <laughs> I'm derailing this. You're oh. driving this train. I am pushing you out of the way. <laughs> and derailing it. I'm grateful for the push because what I'm doing is taking two by four, not two by fours. I'm taking, let's say, railroad, railroad ties, ties, and I'm on top of the train. I'm on top of the engine, and I'm chucking them in front of the train as it's moving, attempting to derail it. And I have done that successfully. Uh, I think many times in this conversation. Louis Armstrong. We know Louis Armstrong, correct, in his trumpet. Yes. I think of Louis Armstrong at Christmas. Yes. There you think, love? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, he had just completed an international tour as a goodwill ambassador for the U.S. government. Okay? Okay. He was waiting in the customs line in New York, and this is in 1958. So, until this day, he had never had to wait in line to go through customs because he's just, you know, a national treasure and they just kind of wave him through. And he was actually in line for customs and he was sweating. Apparently he was a sweater. Like when he's he was a sweater. Why would not, you sweat in customs? So if well, you have something to you'll hide. find out. Okay. Right now, nowadays, you sweat in customs just from being in the airport. Being push through like chattel cattle yes cattle not chattel <laughs> chattel but Wait. i'm just sweating from being out in public so i know why i would sweat in that situation yes and around a lot of people there is a reason so okay he's standing in line in line and apparently he had three pounds of marijuana in his suitcase well okay so go back to bill murray how much he had 10 pounds in the 70s yeah, this is in, what did I say, 49? Yeah, 53. 58. 58. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's standing in line, mm -hmm. and then Vice President Richard Nixon approaches him. And said, is that you, Santa Claus? Why would, why would Nixon say that? To, I don't know, because it was seemed Louis appropriate. Armstrong saying that to him? Uh, that's what I really meant. Okay, so... Imagine being in line, in customs line, mm -hmm. knowing your bags are about to be checked. You've got three pounds of weed. Mm -hmm. And then the vice president comes up and is just like, hey, what's up? You know. So then he asks Armstrong if there's anything he can do for him. I would have one request at that moment, but I'll let you finish. Okay. His request was, could you carry my luggage through customs? Uh, uh and yeah, that's how the man who became notorious for codifying Harry Anslinger's racist drug policing. I'm going to start that over. Okay. I get, it's confusing how it was written, but I, from what I'm gathering, I just want to make sure I'm saying it right, but 
Just use it in your own So words. that is how Nixon became an unknowing drug mule for his favorite musician. Interesting, because Nixon was the one. Didn't... Oh, yeah. He was very... He was a very big supporter of Anslinger, who basically was the one who started this whole thing, this whole stigma, the whole prohibition. I mean, it was him. And Nixon was a huge backer of that. And it's well, just yeah. funny. So well, he ended Mar- up carrying three pounds of... That's interesting uh, because, you know, Harry Anslinger did the whole um, Marijuana Tax Act, marijuana with an H, and then there wasn't the... Uh, until Nixon came along, that's when there was a Controlled Substances Act. That was Nixon, wasn't it? I don't know. I know I, I was just doing some reading about Harry Anslinger, and they were saying that... <clears throat> Pardon me. They were saying that he was hired by Hoover. And so he kind of came on and they started this whole federal bureau bureau of narcotics. Mm-hmm. So he comes on during the prohibition in or you know he started being a pro prohibition enforcer and then he got put onto the new federal federal <laughs> bureau of narcotics okay Mm -hmm. so then the prohibition goes away Mm -hmm. and they pretty much only have cocaine and heroin to focus on Mm -hmm. and the numbers weren't huge then and so that is when harry anslinger decided to add cannabis and he used racism all of these things like a fear basically like people were afraid Mm -hmm. of different colored skin at that time and so He used that. Again, due to propaganda. And nobody, marijuana was coined during that time as far as how the government refers to it because Mm -hmm. it was always referred to as cannabis, but they changed it because it sounded more Hispanic or, you know, it was was a Hispanic word and they, Mm -hmm. you know, wanted to make people freak out about it. And that's, he started all that. I mean, I was even reading that he had, he got 30 researchers or scientists. Anslinger got 30 researchers, mm -hmm, okay. To try and help him say that marijuana was you know the devil's lettuce Mm -hmm. and 29 of them said no this is harmless and there was one that backed his claims and guess who he used he just used that one to back his claims i mean they were using ridiculous stories like this man murdered his entire family with an axe and he was using cannabis and so that's how he would push this whole thing cannabis is going to turn you psychotic and you're going to be violent and Ay, ay, ay. I know. It's pretty crazy, actually. I was reading about it. And he at the beginning, he was, when he started all of this, he was basically very nonchalant about marijuana or about cannabis and just said he didn't believe any of the claims that it would make you violent. But, you know, fast forward 10 years where he's... Oh, whatever gets you money and power. Well, yeah, his job was going to be obsolete, mm-hmm. you know, if they just focused on cocaine and heroin. So that's why he added the cannabis and now we've got this stigma still you know oh yeah 85 years later yeah, or, the stigma is still there yeah. and it'll would it always be there what do you think i don't think so because oh. i think like my like our daughters and our kids you know they're gonna grow up in a culture where it's more normal and understood about the medicinal values and also you know i think once we're all gone Mm-hmm. You're going to have these people that have grown up in it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. Oh, time. It's a time thing. And there's going to be people that are trying to pass it down to their kids, just like people try and pass down 
stupid things like racism to their children. Ugh. But it's not gonna it's not gonna prevail. Mm. It just might take a long time. True. Time. But you know, I was also reading about Obama. Obama. He was quite the fan of marijuana, apparently. Yeah. I had a hunch. Yeah, I've heard things, but I guess they coined some phrases. It was like him and his college buddies in Hawaii and they all they used to hotbox, but they called it roof time or something. When talking about CBD products, there's only a few types in a saturated market, like isolated, broad, and full spectrum. And there's limitless options to choose from. It's hard to know where to begin. The HempJar.com solves this with hemp paste. Hemp paste retains all the phytocannabinoids and preserves terpenes, flavonoids, and canaflavins by not extracting, but by using the whole flower and MCT oil. Super simple and effective. Yeah, this review from Kevin, he says, I love hemp paste. They use the whole plant instead of extracting only a part of the good ingredients. Their way of processing gives me all the great ingredients in the hemp plant. When I take it, I feel much more at ease and balanced after. It tastes great, and if you want to really have a health indulge fest, go to the chocolate bar with hemp paste added in. Millie says, love this product over oils. We've tried quite a few, and both me and my husband feel this is absorbed better, and we like that it is the whole plant. The processing of the plant leaves a much smaller carbon footprint, which is so important as well. Husband uses it for arthritis in knees, and me for occasional anxiety and insomnia. Works well for all of it. Hemp Paste from HempJar.com delivers relief and delivers it right to your front door. Give it a try with 10% off any order with code CANNABINERDS10 only at TheHempJar.com. Should we do a scroll and roll? Yeah. All right, I'll scroll. Mm. All right. Uh, Cannabinoids. Scroll and roll on Twitter. I have a little cannabinoids uh, list, I guess is what you would call it. So I'm just going to scroll. Or it's going to tell me stop. 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 Oh, gosh. Okay. Um... <laughs> all retweets of okay you know what i've been seeing a lot of what uh that the talk of legalization is starting to come back up again i think for so much time it's been mitigating <laughs> you like what i did there mitigating bringing back to the beginning of those of you that heard and are still with us <laughs> before it was just trying to lessen the severity of this covid and figure out what's going to happen yeah and the I world think, came kind of the, to a halt yeah they're just trying well i think yeah. i understand it it was so unknown they were like oh what the hell are we doing <laughs> no one knows no one knows what they're and doing so now i'm just seeing it's popping it more because for a while it was pretty dead as far as the news about mm-hmm. cannabis other than people making claims that it was going to cure right covid which is we've all just we've all learned it's ridiculous but you know did you hear um i just want to say this real quick mike hart you mm-hmm. can follow him on twitter mm-hmm MD. I did see something. It's a not peer-reviewed study, but, um, I mean, you can go check it out if you want to, but CBD might, in fact, help with the coronavirus. Maybe the symptoms of it or something? Not the symptoms. I don't know. 
I don't want to say anymore because it was a positive toward, you know. I did see that and I was yeah. like, huh. But I still think the people who are claiming cures and That's the thing. It's just walking it, on eggshells. I don't like walking on eggshells. Well, we don't have to because it's our pod. Okay. So, I'm just saying I, I've been seeing more positive things. Because I know even Cuomo, um, what is he, governor? of new york Mm -hmm. correct yep and he was very much you know we even talked about it in one of our podcasts was Mm -hmm. like this year we are going to legalize that is my big goal and then there's a institution that he wanted a school that he wanted to build he basically in the midst of all the COVID stuff you know when they were getting hit pretty hard he basically said that's not on the thing like not on the agenda Mm -hmm. for right now and so i think it's starting to cycle back and i'm i'm excited i think it would be great for the economy States now are kicking themselves in the butt. Certain states are kicking themselves in the butt mm-hmm. for not allowing some kind of decriminalization or medical or adult use program, depending where you are. Mm-hmm. Because another interesting fact is that it creates so much revenue. And right. the reason why, why cannabis has been deemed essential, at least in Colorado, I don't know other states, is... I think solely because of the taxes. Well, that and alcohol. I mean, if they're going to. Yeah. Why is alcohol essential? Because I mean, people we, were we, yeah. starting to freak out. And so within an hour, he took that down because people were lining up along the liquor stores and it was becoming almost a concern for. I just think it's because it's taxed. And how's the government going to get their money? If they don't get their taxes. I get that. But and I, then there's the banks are the only ones that are actually receiving money. You know, anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to go. I'm there. just, I get that. That could have played a part, but it was like in our state mm-hmm. when Governor Polis took and said, we're going to do the stay at home order mm-hmm. at first, or I guess it was maybe in Denver, mm-hmm. the mayor in Denver, or I think he when he issued the stay-at-home order before our governor had made mm-hmm. it statewide, he made liquor stores were closed. Mm-hmm. And I guess it people started to panic. Within an hour, there was lines all the way around these liquor stores. And so I think it was only an hour or two before he said, actually, liquor stores will stay open. <laughs> so I don't... Probably so, because his advisors <clears throat> were there and be like, you know... Think of we're the tax thing gonna, first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They would think of the tax thing first. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, different ways you can look at it, I suppose. Look at the facts. You guess suppose? Like, is that, I guess, and oh, I suppose? Yes. I like it. I think it's a good one. <laughs> so the scroll and roll. Oh, did you find one? Yes. Yeah. You didn't actually stop when I said, because it was a lame one. Feds sue company over claims its CBD products can treat cancer. Let's be clear. All this quote. Let's be clear, companies making these claims can look forward to an FTC lawsuit like this one. Good. People need to stop. I mean... Here's the thing. This is my two cents. Everybody's body's different. Everybody has a different metabolism, has a different weight, has a different size. Everybody is completely different. Physiologically, right? right? Mm -hmm. And... Cannabis is the same way. Mm-hmm. It's one plant varies from a day. You can even have the same strain, and each plant is varied in one way or another. Right. So what I'm saying is, I've known people that 
actually have been cured. They had cancer or an ailment. Let's just say cancer, for example. They took cannabis in one form or the other, and it was gone. They didn't do any kind of radiation therapy. They didn't do any other kind of cancer treatment therapy. It was just eradicated. And I think... And I also have known people that that didn't work. There's also... We'll make a case for the other side. Radiation therapy. Uh, I don't know how strewed this is, but the statistics are that that treatment is way better than cannabis. Mind blown, right? But there are some people that doesn't do anything. Exactly. It doesn't do anything. But can I just say also, you know, for those who have been cured, then maybe, you know, it's like maybe that was the area of their body that was the weakness in the armor. You know what I mean? And they once they replenished that, maybe that was what plugged into their weakness. So I just feel like, like you were saying, all of our bodies are different mm-hmm. and all of us have different needs. All of us have different deficiencies. Does that make sense? And I mm-hmm. think sometimes cannabis can be that answer, but to make a claim and to get people's hopes up, it's, yeah. It's yeah, like, you don't want to give people's hopes up. It's like taking a vitamin. Vitamin C can help you cure scurvy, right? I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. So there are supplements that we can take that plug into our... Deficiencies. Yes, the needs that we have in our body mm-hmm. and can fulfill them and then maybe certain things will be cured or temporarily fixed. And I do think... But the best part, I think the best part about cannabis to me is that there's not all these downsides. So... What side effects are you going to have? I mean, you might be... Happy or sleepy or or paranoid. Yeah. But those things wear off. They're not like a... Like if you were in radiation therapy and you were just throwing up because you're nauseous and you're just not looking well, you have no hair, your fingernails fell out. I'd rather be stoned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather have... I'll take my chances. I'll take my cannabis side effects right and then how many people didn't did uh radiation not work for as opposed to like you know what i'm saying no i don't even know what i'm saying sorry i'll cut that out <laughs> Ooh, this is gonna be a rough one i'm sorry i just hope you're giggling at least while you're doing it. <clears throat> there's a few good points maybe right Thirty-two, thirty, and probably got about ten minutes. I was gonna, I was gonna estimate this. Maybe eleven. Thank half. God, whiskey was on my lap and licking herself, cleaning herself, giving a cat bath. Ooh, I and I just so smelled things. that breath, and it was <clears throat> gross. Good thing she relocated to the other part of the room and is now loafing and Ugh, licking herself continually. Ugh, okay. So, how do we wrap this up? I don't know if we should. I don't even know if we should. No, we'll be fine. <laughs> I'm not worried. Just put it out there. We've got our interviews where I still sound like a rambling idiot. No, you're fine at the interviews. I just don't say anything. That's why. I'm like, okay. No, but right. you lead these, and these are what is like the bread and butter. This is what this I is my enjoy. second one, and I'm pretty sure it's not a good <laughs> one. No, I think we'll find. I just need to pay more attention. Maybe I need to be on Twitter more. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, let's. We might have these episodes every once in a while where we just 
have a little chat. Have a little chat. It'll get better. I'm not going to say our Twitter name this time just because. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want all the haters to get on there. I bet they couldn't find us either if they really wanted to. Who are we kidding? No one's going to listen to this 37 minutes in. But who knows? <laughs> that diehard fans. If you do, tell us the code word Capitan <laughs> and we will send you something. Capitan Picard. Yes. Capitan Picard. Peace. So, as you all know, we are cannabinoids, and that means we absolutely love bringing the cannabis industry to your ears and all of the details that come with that. But we also love your partnership and support. A lot of work goes into creating each episode and keeping it free for everybody. You can support cannabinoids continuing to do that by becoming a Patreon. Becoming a Patreon for Cannabinerds comes with several perks, like ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, and even some sweet Cannabinerds t-shirts and hats. To become a Patreon, head over to CannabinerdsPodcast.com. Click on the Patreon button. It's that easy. It's been amazing being a part of Cannabinerds, so we invite you to join us so you can be a Cannabinerd too.